Hey, what's up? Welcome to Unnatural 20s, a comedy podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a d20. My name is Cassie and I will be the DM of this episode, which means that I will be the one leading us on this adventure. Today's a big episode because we are going to be having a double dose of adventure. That's right, double the adventure, double the pain. It's going to be great because not only will the party be going on our regular adventure of talking points, but they will also be going on a special adventure, the adventure of life. And no, I'm not talking about the life that you are living right now. We need to spice that up a bit. So we are going to be playing the game life today, as in the board game. An adventure this big needs some big adventures, though. So let me introduce you to the bravest little adventures that are here today. Uh, here with me, as always, is Caitlin. I am big, and yet I am also small. It is me. I am Caitlin, mm-hmm. and I'm here with my big, bombastic voice um, to just blast myself directly into your eardrums and stay in there and live in there for this whole hour. That's Hi. right. Big in spirit, tiny in body. You cannot kick me out. It is illegal. <laughs> well, I wasn't get planning on kicking you out, but I now it's here. now it's like a challenge. So now I'm going to find a way to kick you out of this board game. Oh, no, of your ears. I'm living in your ears. Oh, in your God. eardrum. Oh. Everyone here. Oh, Everyone no. listening, Terrible. I live there now. You cannot evict me. God, that Squatter's is... Squatter's right! <laughs> <laughs> that is a nightmare. Well, the, hopefully the other adventure will be a little bit less of a nightmare. Uh, here with me, as always, is Books. Hey, what's up? And I have no intentions of living in your ears. That sounds real gross, actually. So I'm going to stay right here away from your ears. You know, not too close. Keep that social distancing up because honestly, I love being a good distance from most humans. And I I have a confession. I have owned, I think, three copies of the board game Life and I have never played. Is that going to... What? What? (laughs) You've never played Life? I have oh to say, God. my first two, so I got the gift when I was like, I don't know, 10 for Christmas from my grandma, and somehow I got a board that the pieces in the board were printed backwards, so we couldn't put what? any of the attachments down. So I returned it and got a new one, and the same fucking thing happened. So we what? returned it, and my mom just like kept the money, and I think bought me like a sweater or something from Walmart where my grandma got it, and I never played. And then like a year ago, I got Life, the board game for Christmas again. But it's kind of lame with just two people, and I live with just one other person. So I've never mm. played that one. Yeah, so yeah. I've never played the game of life. That's um, absolutely crazy. You are in for a wild ride. I'm sorry your first game is going to be on this podcast, yet not, because now you're in good hands. I'm, I, there's nobody else I want to play this with now. And it's documented <laughs> for life, so you can go back and think fondly of it and be like, huh, I yes. would like to replay this game, and mm-hmm. you can. And you're welcome. The first time I've ever played will be this moment, and I'm very excited. Got your first time on tape. Look at that. All grown up. All right, uh, my brave little adventurers. Today, as I said, uh, we will be going on our normal adventure. So I'll still be rolling a dice to determine which talking points from our adventure log we will be talking about. And I'll still be be rewarding points based off of how much I enjoyed what nonsense comes out of your guys' mouths. Um, If it's total nonsense, though, and I find it displeasing, I will deal damage, which can lead to you losing points. Aside from our main adventure, we will also be playing, of course, the board game of life. So in between our rolls, I will have you both roll a dice and also spin the wheel to see what jobs and houses you get, as well as to see some big life milestones and, of course, how many kids you have. Because books, I know you haven't played. The biggest part is to see how many kids you get in life. Mm-hmm. So it's very important. That's a very the big aspect. part, I think. Oh, it is. How it's many absolutely. kids you have in life. Yeah. It's terrifying. And then it's part of the ways that you win. So you just want to get <laughs> you want a bunch of kids. Um, yeah, so by the end of this, it's whoever has the most kids, pets, spouses, and houses will win and get extra points, who, as well as whoever wins the most, um, little in-between task. Uh, I want you both to do good at life, though, so let's go ahead and get our fails out at the top. Can you both share your crit fails for the week? Cassie, I think you witnessed the disaster that I have been recently, where I literally, my fail is literally just losing everything. Um, I went to work and I left my wallet at home. Uh, So I didn't have, and I didn't realize until I got to the place that I had called in my order for takeout and they didn't take like Apple pay or anything. So the the nice person let me Venmo them money. Um, (laughs) But then I got home and I found my wallet and it was inside my rollerblades because of course that's where everyone puts their (laughs) wallet, right? (laughs) That blade life, dude. And then while I was trying to find my wallet, I lost my phone (laughs) inside my house. And thank God I have a watch that has like the tracking device on my phone (laughs) because I couldn't find my phone. And then I lost my keys and it was just... (laughs) 
a disaster of a day where I literally lost everything. And then I found it all, though. So success for finding it, right? But also, when you say you lost your phone, it was underneath, like, a bag <laughs> or, like, a book yeah. on the table that you had just set down. Yeah. <laughs> it was I, gone forever, Cassie. It was <laughs> into the oblivion. I, it was a, it felt like a train wreck because it was just one right after the other, though. And it was just like, why does this right. keep happening to me? The best- Can I provide like a little life hack for you but cassie go first what was the best part about it oh the best part was like so i called her to see what she wanted for dinner and when i called her she was searching her car for her keys uh (laughs) at the time and then when she came in it was about maybe 20 minutes later and she was like guess where my keys were and i was like in your pocket and she was like yep (laughs) (laughs) did i mention that earlier no i let her search for 20 minutes Good, good. That was he when I came that. home. <laughs> I came home and I had found them already. I would have done because I've left my wallet at home or in the past I've like taken a credit card or like my cards out of my wallet to like yeah. update payment information and just close my wallet and put it back in my purse or bag or whatever and not taking any of my cards. All right. So you can save a card info as like a phone number in your phone. Oh, and just yeah, or you know, on some other source or whatever, just hide it. Be be smart about it, and then when you go to whatever restaurant, you can just give them the credit card number, the expiration date, and the little security code, and they'll they'll let you pay. That's a wild hack. I could give out anybody's card number and have them put it on their card, essentially. Yeah, as long as you have all that info, you can buy anything. Fuck! Wow, <laughs> I should have just used, stole the company card then. I know that's <laughs> like that's way too much power. That's very exciting. Thank you for this life hack, books. <laughs> I feel like I've created a criminal. Yeah, you <laughs> sure have. They didn't I was give me about that your option. Own cards. <laughs> no, no, no. We heard you loud and clear. We read it between <laughs> the spaces. I know what you want. I'm gonna look and find someone's card. Someone evil. I'm gonna find their card number and I'm gonna spend all their money. All their money. You need that's that what security you- code and that expiration date, and then you're easy. good. Easy to get. Got it. All right. That is all you need. Uh, so my fail, I didn't lose anything, although I regularly do. So I'm surprised that isn't mine. My fail is a teaching fail. And I like wish they didn't have teaching remote is enough of like a struggle that I should not have to fail on top of it, I think. But I am teaching uh, like two different courses at one of the schools I teach. And it's all online. We use Canvas, which is a really common program. And because I've taught both of these courses so often, I just have all of my material uploaded. And I just publish it week by week. Instead of, like, recreating new assignments, I just go, all right, week five quiz, just publish it on the on the page. And I posted an English quiz on accident in my communications class. Hell yeah. Didn't realize it was up for about half a day and not one of my students told me, but seven of them took the quiz. (laughs) And this quiz was on like styles of writing, what qualifies as, you know, good research for a research paper, all sorts of, there was some grammatical questions, all sorts of English stuff. Didn't know. It was my mistake. I labeled it poorly, just uploaded it, thought I was doing the right quiz. And I had a bunch of students take it. And then I had that problem of like, well, they, they did well on this quiz. Do I give them points? <laughs> Do I delete the quiz and make them take a new quiz? This isn't all the material. Oh, man. Uh, Can you make it bonus? Like, yeah. Bonus I, I, did, I turned it into extra credit points. Oh, so, there we go. But then I closed it off so more students didn't take it because... That is... Yeah. That is so good. If I was a kid who would take tests early, I would have done the same thing and not mentioned it. I just feel same. like weird subject material, but they decided <laughs> it. So like, I, I'm not going to send an email be like, hey, were you sure of the topics on the test? <laughs> hey, I don't know any of this. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> I feel like, yeah, it's like outing yourself as like a bad student. If you go to a test and say like, I don't know this. I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to call myself out. I think top, it said English 101 quiz. Like I'm pretty sure it's instructions it was labeled as an english quiz too so it was just my bad the title of the quiz was just week five quiz though so i'm a dumbass for doing that because that doesn't say what subject it is whatsoever Mm. uh but yeah um they didn't say anything they just took it and accepted their grades man those are those the homies i'm so glad that you did this Uh, i hope it happens again except not because it's a nightmare (laughs) but it's very entertaining to hear about just because i love picturing the kids taking it being like what the hell (laughs) what is oh shit (laughs) why why wasn't this in the lecture last class yeah 
Uh, my fail kind of has to do with losing things, but it wasn't my fault that we lost these. Um, our computers went down at the, they always go down at the worst times because I was working on, if I could call like, this was a master, like a masterpiece of an Excel sh- work se- worksheet that I was working on. Like it was pulling in info from like our accounting thing. Ooh. It had like, it had buck wild formulas. Like there was formulas that were like, it took so long to fucking put them in there and type out. And then I lost it after about like two hours of working on this Excel sheet. And then I just gave up on the project. Yeah. I gave them just a worse Excel sheet. Woo! Like this one would attract so much shit. And then I lost it and gave up. And the worst part was I, it was just so frustrating. Like I shed a tear for this Excel sheet that I lost, <laughs> like poured one out from the eyes for this Excel sheet. Cause I knew it would never live again. And I spent like two hours of my day for nothing. It was a, uh, it sucked. And I cried for Excel. I am sorry. You're, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Your Excel sheets are beautiful. And when you can make a beautiful Excel sheet, it's sad to see them go, especially when is. one is taken from you like that. It was taken so young from me. I wasn't ready to say goodbye to this one. And this one, Caitlin, I was going to show you this one. It was so hard. Masterpiece. It oh. was so hard. It was <laughs> the one, as I was typing out the one formula, I was like, this is fucking dumb. Like I, the amount of time I had to keep typing and I was like, there's too much going into this one. And then it lost it. I kept being like, no, but it's going to be worth it and then i lost it so it's also there's like something so satisfying about like putting so much work into something that's going to organize and like help efficiency and seeing Mm -hmm. it but you never got to see it through you never got to get that satisfaction at the end no i mean i could see it through if i went back to it but um i'm just gonna be a petty bitch instead and leave it no i support that no dies Oh, but you guys, we're going to bring life. Instead of things dying, let's go ahead and get to the life portion of this. (laughs) So I'm going to start with a regular adventure, though. So I'll roll. I was going to throw out the what is grief, but love persevering uh, in regards to your Excel sheet. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to set myself up, but I got cut off too quickly. Sorry. (laughs) But I do want to say, hey, Cassie, what is what is that that feeling that you feel that grief? It's nothing but love persevering. Fuck, Caitlin. That was that was so deep. Thank you. I'm just going to print that out and put it on my monitor so whenever I could, whenever that happens again, I'll know that it's just love persevering for that Excel sheet. Can you put a sloth putting its little claw up too? Like it's going to be like touching your heart with its little gross hand? What? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I love the first part. I was I'm waiting to make this connection. I was like, this has to relate to something. <laughs> what in WandaVision does the sloth relate to? No, Where did I miss no, the sloth? No, nothing. Nothing. Nope. It's just the sloth reaching out to connect to you. Yeah. It, it was just... It, the, it reached slowly. With that scary ass claw. Oh, my God. I love him. Mm. Love him. I don't no. want it. I didn't. Mm-mm. don't want that, but I do want to go on this roll, though. And I rolled an eight, which is going to be a Shark Tank pitch. So um, I have saved up at least 10 whole dollars and I am ready to invest in your guys' ideas if you can blow me out of the water. So what do you have to pitch today? I think I'm going to need that whole $10, actually. I don't think you can okay. spare a gonna penny to- for Dougal. Because um, I'm, I'm feeling like mine might be a little costly, but absolutely worth it. And I would like both of you, Sharks, to meet Match Ramoni. That's right. Match, M-A-T-C-H, <laughs> Tremoni. Are you going to light me up? <laughs> All right. It, it's like a speed dating program, but not der- not what you'd manage. It can be both contained online or in person if it is safe. Um, it, online, it's more like an app. In person, it's like a speed dating sit-down restaurant. And matrimony is all about finding love, but not romantic love. It's all about connecting you with your perfect match, the perfect one or num- multiples to help you make your big day, your wedding day, your party, your event, the best. Matrimony is a site to connect you with all of the vendors in your area. That's right. Photographers, DJs, officiants, planners, ke- decorators, florists, your name it. We have a person for it. You want a 50 foot art balloon arch? Matrimony can connect you. You want a gourmet mac and cheese food truck? We got you yes, covered. Yes. With matrimony, you can swipe right on all of the vendors that offer exactly what you want and not waste time with costly consultations and exhausting research. And our video conference and soon to be in-person speed dating events give you the chance to chat with vendors in person for 10 minutes, just enough time to dodge all of the unwanted ones and get contact info for the good ones. Matrimony, the wedding planning app. That is very good. It would be very helpful, obviously, to a lot of people. Uh, one question, though. If we're not getting married and just want friends who have access to a gourmet mac and cheese truck, could we still join this <laughs> yes, app? You could still okay. join it. This is for all events, all parties, all big um, deals where you need to find the perfect vendor. 
Yes. Okay. Now, now I'm willing to invest at least some of the money because I I do need to get to a gourmet mac and cheese truck. So you have my interest with that. Very good. I like how you mentioned food. Food is good. Food is good. And speaking of food, I'd like to uh, pitch you, Cassie, something. Okay. Ew! That's not cookies and creams on your ice cream, Cassie. That's dirt. Uh, uh, Cement. Did you fall down again, Cassie? Did your ice cream go splat on the floor? Cassie, I have something for you. And listener, you too. It's holsters for your ice cream. It goes straight on your biceps. And you can hold two ice cream cones at a time and rollerblade, run, or do any activity you want. Don't you hate slipping and falling on your ice cream and getting it all over you? Gross! It's time for the holster ice cream. Strap them on and let's have fun. Okay. Are you in sharks? I love, I do love this. Yeah. I'm questioning why it's on the bicep. Um, yeah. Just because if you fall, it's still going to get smushed on your little biceps. Depends how you fall, Cassie. Well, you're, you're, a proper fall is fall forward. I've watched multiple YouTube videos <laughs> and you want to fall forward and not backwards and hit your head and have a little boo-boo on your head. No matter where you fall, your biceps are strong. They are strong, but like at some point your arms curving into your little biceps and then you're still going to get ice cream everywhere. But will dirt hit it? No dirt. That's right. All right. But okay. The, the I see. I see the main aspect. Might fall right off with that inertia. It's gonna. No, it won't. Right Strapped <laughs> in. <laughs> it won't. Not with these holsters. It simply won't. <laughs> I do like the uh, the look of eating out of these bicep holsters. <laughs> would be like kissing your biceps. <laughs> so. No, 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 Cassie. <laughs> I think you are thinking all wrong about my bicep holsters. Okay. Okay. Imagine yourself on a pair of rollerblades. Okay. And I'm then there. you got your bo- your your little holsters on your biceps right here uh-huh. double strapped with ice cream okay yeah and then you're like hmm i want a tasty treat while i blade yeah get a hand grab the ice cream insert oh. it into mouth and then put it back for later okay i'm sorry what i have to say i, I like cassie's it, way though. better because i like just like yeah. that show style and just get a little fix of that ice cream Go i'm not the- holding you back from that that's what it because it's already being held like i don't want to risk getting my hand sticky on this ice cream if i could just kiss my little bicep and get some ice cream you so. can do that too it's just it's more like when i thought about it i was like you got to grab it because you got to mm. show everyone your good ass ice cream you can't just hide it behind your beautiful glistening bicep okay yes Please. and you know what art is open to interpretation so i think mine is the proper way to eat this but i do i am very much enjoying your uh your product just think when you high five someone and okay. you have your ice creams both on your holsters <laughs> how cool would that too, be like and then i guess also, you could bite it at the same time it'd be fun there's another edge to this too because if you're blading and you're passing like a bad person mm-hmm. who's not sharing the sidewalk or you know wants to like kick a puppy or whatever you just ram into them Ooh. all like you know roller derby style and you get ice cream all over them and then it's a win-win or again you can grab it and throw it at him aggressively yeah. and then too. everything always goes back to mario kart then you just have like a loaded up weapon yeah. to throw whenever yeah. <laughs> and that's very good it's a blue shell it's a blue, it's a blue shell that's all you got um that is fantastic i gotta see uh how i could separate these ten dollars because i also love my pitch so what i would like to pitch today it's gonna be uh paint and paws so this is going to be like a paint and wine night event, uh, but this one you could bring your dog to because yes. that's your real friend that you're really going to want to paint and drink with. So what it's going to be, it's going to be a more personal experience because we're going to give you a room all to yourself. You can rent out for a party if you know these dogs well, you want to get your friends together, or if you just want a painting time with your dog, um, we're going to put you in full paint suits for the dogs and we'll include little booties that form to their feet. Mm-hmm. Very important. It's going to form to their little paws so you get their toesies because you know you want the little toesies on their paint like on their little uh canvases Mm -hmm. it's so important to get the little beans Mm -hmm. and we know that at paint and paws so it is going to form to their feet and we're going to give you an option on a couple ways that you could do this you could either um do an interpretive dance and the full and turn the full thing into um we'll just leave out like a giant sheet and just like you kind of dance and create art covered in paint with your dog or if you want, we can give you a prompt, let you do half the painting and then let your dog like finish it at the end with however he does. So it's more personal experience of painting with your buddy. I, I want to this. do this so bad now. You can take I, my portion uh, of the $10. I, this needs to happen. <laughs> yeah, I am investing in a giant canvas and some 
like gloves for my dog's hands so he can just get those good toe beans. Get the toe beans. Okay, wait. At my local dog store, they make these. They look like little. I thought they were doggy balloons at first because they look so funny. Oh, yeah. Little rubber slip on pot things. Mm -hmm. I feel like that would work. Oh, man. I need that but thinner. Give Mm -hmm. me that. So it gets in between. That's right. But yeah, I um I thought of this and then really wanted to actually try to do this. So this is one that uh we might try to make happen. I am going to take all the $10 for me, but it's not because mm-hmm. I don't enjoy your guys' products. You guys did do exceptionally well. I'm going to give you some points for them because you did so well. Caitlin, your um, biceps uh, holsters specifically yeah. for ice cream. The vision is all right there. I don't know how a person hasn't already created this. It's beautiful. I'm going to give you 20 points. And McKenna, your um, match ceremony is uh it's gonna help so many people and save a whole like a bunch of headache for a lot of people and also connect me to mac and cheese most importantly (laughs) so i am gonna give you 20 points for that and now you guys are you ready to start our second adventure which is the game of life it is pouring outside it is pouring outside oh my god listener can you hear that here (laughs) (laughs) it's fucking pouring here in california grody i was like looking i was like wait is it we're in different cities. Forgot about that. <laughs> Clouds Dude, don't stretch that far. Listen, listener. <laughs> we got some ambiance for this game going now. Um, we do, of course, have to start this off. A big part of life is going to be your careers. So if you guys can roll a D4 for me, both of you, we'll see what careers you guys get. Two. I rolled a four. All right, Dougal. You are going to be a lawyer, actually. So a whole new personality is coming for you. You are a lawyer now. Uh, Books, you said you rolled a two? Yeah. You are a race car driver. Oh, fuck yeah. Real exciting lives you guys lead. Um, And now, of course, now that you guys have the careers, you, of course, got to get a house. So if you can roll a D4 for me again. Another two. I got another four. Dang, okay. <laughs> so books with your two, that gets you an island holiday house worth 600K as a race car driver. Wow. You are exceptionally good. Wow. Dougal, as a lawyer. a race car driver. It's exceptionally good. And for some reason, Caitlin, as a lawyer, is uh, on a houseboat. And I think Woo! Caitlin's just going through it, honestly. Yeah. A lot of I pro like- bono cases, I'd imagine. You're just really charitable. I'm mm-hmm. a good person. Or... I have a dark side. Yeah, or you deal with like the scum and you need to like not be on any records. So you just like float around in the ocean because then it's maritime law. So that's right. Get you. <laughs> Conduct all your business out in a house. Hey, come visit me on my island home. <laughs> I'll take my house there. I'll dock on your port. We can be neighbors occasionally, but then when we get sick of each other, you got to go. <laughs> all right you guys so that's all we're gonna do for this first round just i want you really to start picturing your lives in your house with these two careers and um then we'll build from there so i'll go my ahead. life one quarter mile at a time cassie fuck 10 extra points for books for pulling off that <laughs> that's all i wanted thank you so much i'm on a boat <laughs> i do also love that but it's not fast and furious so right. I, I mean i'm sorry i can't hey two sandwich God, if you just quoted, if you guys just quoted Fast and Furious to me, honestly, I would give Now we know you. what we have to do. I know she was playing me, but I did want to give you 10 points for that. <laughs> that, wow. Okay, I've learned something about myself. I did roll, though, in what... I rolled an 11, which is going to be Knowledge Nugget. So besides what we learned about myself, that it's very easy to win me with Fast and Furious quotes, um, what other Knowledge Nuggets do you guys have? Okay, so have you heard that hippopotamus have uh, produced pink milk? What? Hippopotamus? I have, have heard that. Hippos produce pink milk. Okay. That's a lie. And it's been circulating around the internet that a lot of fact sites have been circulating it. And I looked that up and I saw it and I was like, this cannot be true. And it turns out it is not true. And the reason it is uh, a lot of people think it's true is because National Geographic's posted about it. Uh, <laughs> and they pulled yes. a real animal planet over That'll here. Yes. <laughs> And we all believed it. And the reason that people get it twisted is because there's actually two true facts that are hipposecrete, hypocastorous acid, which is a reddish pigment. And uh, the fact sites say that when that pigment, pigment and the white color of milk mix, 
that's how you get the pink milk. But that is not a true fact. Hippos have regular liquid tit milk. Okay. Um, and they, I, I was like, do hippos even lactate? That's what I looked up next. That's what first got me. But they are, I guess they're mammals. mammals. Yeah, so yeah, right. they got it. They the, got a milk. Big boys. They got. They got to feed them. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So uh, my knowledge nugget is that. Hippos do not produce pink milk and National Geographic is here to fuck you over as well as Animal Planet. That's that's we can't trust anybody. Honestly, literally can't trust anyone. I may be spreading lies even more now. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, apparently you've got to come to Unnatural 20s for the real facts because every other state uh, like, you know, site is trying to trick you. Yeah. Although they are the ones who technically have the degrees and should be spreading it. Uh, Me, I'm on a Wikipedia page and just like base half reading facts so they're not always (laughs) snopes wiki facts all of them (laughs) uh so my knowledge nugget it's pretty short and simple but i actually learned this the other day and i thought it was something that like can be a little uplifting everyone uh has heard of the word amateur right what do you think of when you hear the word amateur a little dinky person (laughs) <laughs> a little dinky person a little baby trying to do a new task like you don't know nothing you're gonna be a good yeah, boy one day <laughs> but you're not there yet not quite skilled yeah so this word has been warped into something like so negative something that expresses like how unskilled you are at something you're just not really good at it but if we actually look into the etymology of the word amateur etymology. it's derived from the latin uh word amore um it amore. To lover <laughs> or love <laughs> i had a feeling that was gonna get there i paused a little bit you, I was like, you know we're gonna start singing this song you did give the pop amount of pause to bust out <laughs> That's amore. uh so initially this word was used to express the identity of someone someone who was called an amateur with someone who does an art or a craft solely for passion, regardless of the money. Oh, I That's love that. It's not that they're not good at it, but they just don't want to do it solely because they're going to profit off of it. Someone who loves something so much, they don't really care about the profit because they're going to do it regardless. Wow. Um, but we've warped it into this negative thing that means not good enough or not great at something. When initially being an amateur was something worth celebrating because it was even better than being a professional because it meant you were probably good at it or you truly loved it damn and you didn't give a shit about what other people oh my god and you had passion we are amora chores guys (laughs) there we go let's just bring it back we're gonna make our own ward we're amora Amora chores it's got to be sung like that and that's how you really get pumped up for that (laughs) but i actually i didn't know that that uh makes me very happy i enjoy that knowledge nugget that's that makes me feel good knowing that we're not making that much money you know that's (laughs) it's honestly we're amateurs and we're fucking proud of it i'm not making money because i have a passion for it that's why (laughs) i can love it and not make money we truly love the art of podcasting i turned down the money out of love (laughs) i love my craft so much i do it for free oh man we do we do it we do it for free we do um, my knowledge nugget is I'm back on my shit where I like dive deep into like dog breeds and like everything about them. Um, so these knowledge nuggets might just turn into dog facts for me. I'm, I haven't decided yet, yeah! but today, this is all perfect today. I was, um, one that I recently read up on was the Irish wolfhound and, uh, the background on them is kind of crazy. <laughs> he agrees. So, but about these little crazy dogs. So these ones are the, they were obviously um, originally from like Ireland. Well, not originally, originally, but they were mainly seen in Ireland. And they're the tall, scraggly boys. They're huge. They kind of look like giant mops, right? They're all like scraggly and fluffy. like people when they sit. They're they're not like the mop super mop ones. Like not the, um, with the tight coils and everything. They have like the wiring. No, no, just like. A really old mop. Yes. It probably shouldn't be used anymore. An old wiry mop is what they are, and they're tall. Um, But so this breed, like, it got essentially, like, extinct. Like, they weren't, they were, there were no more Irish wolfhounds. Um, The breed was brought back in 1836. Or in 1836, the Irish wolfhound disappeared from Ireland. And then in 1863, Captain George Augustus Graham decided that he was going to revive the breed, which is a wild sentence because to revive a breed that has been gone takes some wild work. So what this dude did was he hunted down the um, the like dogs in the area that were like 
far descendants that had surviving strains from the old Irish wolfhounds and bred them with other dogs that would eventually get the features of the old Irish wolfhound. So how he did this, you know, he grabbed a couple. He had a Scottish deerhound and a Great Dane cross, which gave the size and then the Great Dane, like, bone density for the larger breed that it needed. And then he also incorporated a bit of Borzoi blood. Borzoi? Borzoi. <laughs> they have that. That gives them the more, like, wiry, like, skinny frame with the, like, crazy hair. And um, so after these mixes, he introduced a one-time, cro- one-time cross with a Tibetan mess- mastiff and a wolf. And uh, they had two daughters... And these two daughters are behind every Irish wolfhound that you see today. Wow. So by... Oh, my god, It's fucking crazy, like, the work that he went into to eventually just keep getting these features. And then by 1885, the breed was stable enough to set, like, the official standards. Wow. But it's straight up, like... I just found it so wild that a dude was like, I'm gonna bring this breed back and to just keep making it work. Like, because... What, like, recently I've been getting into is, like, how everybody, like, made these breeds. Because some of them are just, like like bulldogs and stuff poor things just shouldn't exist but they do so like it's crazy to see how like each breed came about and this one was straight up like brought back which was wild to me so irish wolfhounds all come from two little ones two little girls that's amazing and brought back because they were like we're good like pugs those poor guys should not be puppies (laughs) but but like irish wolfhounds are healthy you know puppies yeah and they and that's amazing they like really did a lot of work out in ireland like by protecting like the sheep and stuff so like mm-hmm. they served a real purpose out there and then a dude was like i want to start showing these again so ah. <laughs> you know what i respect it what year was that again uh when it was stabilized was 1885 and he started bringing it back in 1863 wow you, that's Damn. a crazy Dedication. to think that it only took 20 years to do that to bring back a breed holy cow 20 years yeah it's absolutely insane and wild um also like just the dedication of knowing like okay we need this breed for the height but we need this breed for the like thinness and this breed for the bones mm-hmm. and this breed like damn yeah it's it's insane like once you get into like that weird sciencey part of it it's kind of weird but also kind of entertaining um but you guys brought some good and knowledge nuggets <laughs> um books we're we're amor we're amores amor amorachures 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 I'm gonna give you I love that thirty points for that because it will uh, be my mantra to get me through life. Uh, <laughs> Dougal, your knowledge nugget of pink milk and it not existing. Little sad, but I do appreciate that now we know the truth here when we can't go to Nat Geo and Animal Planet. I'm gonna give you twenty points for that. And now you guys, it is time for round two of our board game our life adventure here. So what we are going to do, we're going to start this off with a, uh, a roll of a D 20. Uh, for this first one, if you roll an even number, you're going to get two kids. If you roll an odd number, you get one kid. Let's go kids. 17, 17 books. You have one kid right now. What are you naming that little kid? Uh, it's going to be Theodore. Theodore. Theodore is cute as hell. I got a nine, nine, another odd number. So you have one kid as well. What are you naming your kid? Juniper. Juniper and Theodore, these <laughs> nerd ass kids. <laughs> I don't know why. I, love that. I don't know why his name's Juniper. I hate this, that name. I actually kinda like <laughs> okay. Juniper. Okay, I love it too. The year 2021, we're bringing Theodore and Juniper into the world. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's great. I should have started this um, with uh, n- the first roll of a D20 to see if you guys get married first. So if you can roll a D20 again as well. If you well, roll a 10, you get married. If not, you're still single. Oh, oh, oh dang, you got close. Bitch, I'm married. All right, Caitlin got married. She rolled a 10 right out the gate. I don't she know was, how I did that. She was destined for this book. She were right there. You are, it's just you and little Theodore right now. Out it's there. okay, he's all I need. That's, Screw that. That's right. All right, and now we are, of course, going to go to an action card as well. So if you guys can, I'm going to pull out. Of course, this is where we get the life spinner. All right, you guys. For this life event, it's it's talent show time, and you guys obviously have a great talent, and you're willing to enter this. So if you guys can both just spin this little wheel for me, and whoever gets the highest number is going to win this talent show. Uh, Caitlin, I'll let you spin first. Got a seven. All right. Books, I'm going to um, proxy spin this for you. 
right. If you do pad, I'm blaming it all on you. You are speaking through oh. me. You got a 10. Oh. You won. Cassie, thank you. You are so welcome. You won the talent show. What was your talent and was Theodore involved? Theodore was involved. We did a magic show with tap dancing. God, oh, it wow. was epic. You went for two talents in one. How could the judges not be blown away? And that little nerd ass kid, you know he was into it. I'm so proud of you. Uh, so do if you can keep track of your kids and how many of these events you win and um and your spouses because <laughs> that's going to determine if you win at the end. And then I'll go ahead and roll for our normal adventure again. Can I get multiple spouses? Yeah, you can, dude. If you keep rolling a 10, you'll get another spouse. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's all about the roll, Life though. Life is all about polygamy. It's all it is. Um, I just rolled a 17, though, which is going to be change the ending. So is there something you guys have watched recently that you would want to change? Cassie, uh, we started watching His Dark Materials season two. Yes. Um, so I really liked His Dark Materials season one, and it's based upon the book Golden Compass, and you might have seen apparently the bad movie about it, um, but the first season was really good. Kind of sad how it ended, um, which right now uh, we are watching season two, as I said, and um, it's honestly not as good as season one. And yeah. it makes me sad. Yeah. Um, so what I would like to do is I would like to change the end of season one. So if you haven't seen season one and you don't know what happens, you should probably skip about 30 seconds because I'm about <laughs> to blow it all. Three, two, one. There's a child that dies in the last episode. <laughs> and I love that child. <laughs> and he dies. A countdown to a child death is a wild thing to experience. <laughs> I know. I wasn't expecting that. I knew what happened, but I didn't think that was going to be the first thing you shared about the finale. That's the only thing I'm sharing. A child dies. <laughs> the child dead. Child dead. So instead of that child dying, I would like him to become a witch or a talking animal. So he can still the events occur but instead of him just being gone forever he becomes a talking animal or a witch why because that would be magical as fucking hell and he can pull and like he could be the one pulling all the strings in like this whole story like all of a sudden he pops back up and he's a witch or he's an animal now and um he is gonna destroy all the grown-ups and the magisterium which is like basically their government he just like destroys it all because he is now the most powerful and they accidentally made this little boy a little boy witch or boy animal and um if he was an animal the animal guy he would defo be a bear and then he's going to rule the world as a bear and the bears will rule the world that that whole i don't remember what the the world is called but bears are going to rule in my in my ending <laughs> bears are gonna rule they kind of do there are the right. like warrior bears in that one so is, he, is he a warrior yeah. bear or is he just like god bear He's going to be just a good bear okay. and then he's going to lead the warrior bears and he's <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> good good bear leading warrior bears. <laughs> the lightning is uh, a <laughs> yeah, uh, I was like I missed something but lightning and thunder is putting Caitlin on edge. <laughs> It's going to be okay, though. The warrior bears will protect you. Don't even worry. The good, good bear boy is going to save me from the scary lightning and thunder. At first, when you said, like, you know, I want him to still be a part of it or whatever. Yeah. I don't Immediately, I went to thinking of um, the Lion King and how he sees his dad in, like, the sky. Yes. And that's what I mm. wanted this. Like, every once in a while, you just see the kid, like, in the sky, like, the talking <laughs> Teletubby son. Yeah. And he's just, like, <laughs> there giving out wisdom is how I would love this kid to come back. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I like I do like that or just, you know, happy Listen, bear. You can make or him a witch or you can he, make him a constellation. He is a witch bear. <laughs> He's he is Winnie the Pooh <laughs> in this world. And it doesn't I'm seem very like, brave in place. vibes just because it involves bears and witches. So. The evil Ooh, yeah. bear more dead. He's more dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's his dark a- materials. Take some notes from Disney. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Take notes from us. I want to get paid for this. I don't want to be an oh, amateur, but uh, I would like to get paid for this. <laughs> um, I changed the ending and they could, uh, the CW could pay me for this one. Cause I, and CW, if you just want to pay me to, to consult on like all your shows, I've got some ideas, but um, I'm going to switch this up. Cause I am changing the beginning and kind of changing the foundation for a new show that just came out. There is a show Superman and Lois out. Yeah. (laughs) Caitlin's woo, if you don't know. I'm very hyped on it. I've watched (laughs) 10 minutes of it, so I'm not that hyped. 
the first episode or the second episode the first episode okay 10 minutes all together 10 minutes total it's a bit I'll let Cassie get the through best. with her shit before I just like yeah. garbage mouth everything. <laughs> 10 minutes in total. But it is, um, it is, they obviously do go back to Smallville uh, farmhouse. And that's why Caitlin, the, the tide of Smallville is what's bringing out this reaction to Caitlin. Yes. Ah. But um, the downside to this is that this version of Lois that they put in this show is a bummer. Yeah. So this Lois, like w- Lois Lane is like, she's a badass she's a total badass Mm -hmm. she doesn't like sit by when she's in a room you know she's there and she's causing issues she's just like naturally like people are just drawn to her and she's gonna get like 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 danger follows her like stuff just happens to lois lane and she's a total badass and in this one so it's kind of focusing on them uh trying to raise a family while also him being superman so in this, like, this Lois decided that, like, we will keep this secret from the kids. Essentially, every decision is just, like, whatever Clark wants. And she's kind of, like, sat by and been like, yes, I do think that's best for our family. Which is leading to a shit Lois. So I'm going to change it. I just want, like, kick-ass Lois in this. I want her to, like, have her own opinions, like, like take charge of her family. It's going to change up what they're wanting to do with this show. Because they want them to be essentially, like, bad parents is what it's seeming like. And uh, I don't want that. We can just have like a superhero family trying to. And I just want the domestic shit with a badass Lois. They could still be bad parents. And if they had a good Lois, they could like she could still because her like how loud and aggressive she is or not aggressive, but just like out there she is. It could. She's powerful. She's a powerful person without powers. And they could totally have an amazing, strong Lois Lane and she could probably get too wrapped up in her work just like her husband gets too wrapped up in his work and then they can neglect their kids which is kind of what they're doing Mm -hmm. with this show but I mean like they could go on that a little bit farther yeah and they could totally just still do that but instead they made a really sad Lois and I don't like it don't like it Um, is like them being bad parents integral to the storyline though because it does seem like a bummer yes to like ruin the character integrity yeah it is they're slowly like i don't know i think they might try to fix it a little bit but it is it is a part of it is that they are just bad parents basically superman was uh, like clark kent he was going out and being quote-unquote a workaholic to his kids because they didn't know he was superman for the longest time and then he was like neglecting <laughs> his kid didn't know basically anything about his kids or how to react to them because he does never around and lois was like okay with it still being the breadwinner and yeah, like, it, it's, it's it's fucking wild. It's a wild premise. So I'm going to change the foundation. dad's barely here. Might as well have left us. It's fine. We're happy. But I, I'm going to make it better and take Caitlin's idea and just have both parents neglect these kids yes! for work. And like Thank that's you. that's going to make a better show. Let them become workaholics and forget their kids. If and they're going to be shitty, they might as well be equally shitty. They I want do. them to neglect their kids so that their kids get up to weird shit. And then we get to see their kids adventures of their weird shit. And then they're then maybe Lois and Clark realizing, hey, our kids are kind of wild. Maybe we should, you know, lay off work a little bit, spend some time with the family and see what's up with these guys. But no, also, they're not giving like, us that. This is all about equality. Enough with deadbeat dads. Let's have some deadbeat moms. Let's get a deadbeat mom. <laughs> yeah. Be powerful enough to be deadbeat. Moms are going to start going to the grocery store for cigarettes yeah. and never come home. It's their fucking Woo. time. Say it louder. <laughs> Let's go women abandon your children. Yeah. <laughs> Be brave. Abandon them. Fighting for. <laughs> uh, Can I just say right. what my my thoughts on? <laughs> yes, go ahead. You you've been doing very good. <laughs> Thank, <Please>. you. <laughs> Thank you. I really enjoyed the first episode as <laughs> as much as I'm sharding all over it. Like the first episode of Superman and Lois gave me like Smallville vibes, and it was so exciting mm-hmm. to watch it, and. None of it, none of the goodness of it had to do with Lois. Like, I'm sorry. She was, she seems such of a side character, but I did like what the new kind of story that they were telling with Superman and he has twin sons and possibly one has powers. So it, it was really fun and I liked it. Um, but the second episode was not as good. Yeah. When they were focusing more on Lois. And I, uh, like, ah, darn. I <laughs> loved Lois from Smallville and how powerful she was and how she didn't get along with Clark or like didn't like him for a bit. It was fun. It was fun. The good old days. 
I have like a change based off of the 10 minutes I saw. And this is just for like all shows and movies. If you're going to create like an, uh, like just actors stop trying to portray awkward, shy people. If you have no idea how they really behave. <laughs> oh. like that interaction of them in the newsroom was painful. Yeah. <laughs> them like meeting if it's just like staring at her. Just, it's bad as an awkward, shy person. Like that's not how I behave, but thanks. It's like watching these actors try to be like, who have been hot all their lives be like, I know how to yes. play shy and awkward. <laughs> like, bitch, you ain't. I know how to play like Tyler. I wish I was invisible. You don't wish you were invisible. The light is bouncing off your cheekbones. Tyler Hodgson is so hot. Like, you can't. You cannot. You could be like, you could be the most awkward person, but if you're hot, people are going to give you a pass. Like, it's not, they're not going to have yes, the reaction. It doesn't where, matter. Yeah. So it's it's hard for them, okay? Oh, uh, what about you, though, Books? Do you got to change the ending? I do. My changing ending is for WandaVision, the season finale. So again, Whoa. with like uh, Dougal said, if you have not watched it yet, just fast forward for 30 seconds or so because spoilers are about to drop. In the season finale of WandaVision, a lot of shit happened. And I feel like whenever you try to do a change the ending with anything Marvel, you're just setting yourself up for failure because they have such a bigger picture in their minds and you have <laughs> no idea what's going on. But we, we interact a lot with uh, old Vision and fake new Vision in the season finale and there's this moment where old vision opens up all of the memories to like i guess real vision but he seems like fake vision and he like has all of his memories from his life with wanda and then old vision this you know fake made from this false reality Color- vision, colorful never boy. tells wanda yeah colorful vision uh never tells wanda that this like new vision remembers his old life with Wanda. And it just seems really selfish to like not mention, Oh, Hey, I'm about to disappear. Like I cannot exist. in once you remove, you know, this little hex thing that we're trapped in. So, but don't worry, you can like still find happiness. Cause there's another vision around. He doesn't look like me, but he's got all of your memories together and he's totally real. It exists. And he does it. And uh, my changing <laughs> ending is just like, just tell her give her a little piece of hope she's literally losing everything again this girl has lost her whole family her parents died in front of her Her brother died in front of her the love of her life died in front of her she lost five years of her life her you know she lost half of her avengers team she recreated you and her sons and then loses them simultaneously you can't give her a little piece of hope to like hold on to and tell her there's a vision floating around out there with all the memories (laughs) like tell her you know that that vision is currently on a journey to discover himself he just realized that he is vision from like the theory of like the ship of theseus or whatever the fuck so like yeah he's he's on his own journey and like maybe he'll come back once he truly finds himself and but you know he's too baby to introduce to wanda at too this baby. time I, I don't think they need to meet. I don't think they need to meet. I think he just, she just needs to know that it's out there. Okay. And maybe in a few years, there's a possibility. I just want to give Wanda some hope. A little bit of something. everything is real hopeless <laughs> at this season finale. And it's like, he's not ready for you. He's still going through a lot of shit. He was basically reborn with a whole lifetime of memories. But eventually, he'll be ready for you. Okay. I, I will take that. That is fair. Also, I just have to mention, Cassie, you brought this up to me, but Vision, when he was colorful and like when he was his full self before he died, his Vision, right? When they bring him back as white Vision, he's known as Cataract. <laughs> and Cataract's white. It's <laughs> fuck. I loved it so much. It messes up your vision. They really, they really went for it. Let me tell you, Marvel goes for yeah. it. <laughs> they were like, hey, how can we make this more eye related? <laughs> let's really bring this in. Let's, let's we're going to fuck it. with your vision. Boom. Cataract. Glaucoma <laughs> just doesn't sound very good. So what else can we do? <laughs> Terigium. <laughs> glaucoma would have been so funny. <laughs> it's glaucoma. <laughs> Operation Glaucoma. <laughs> <laughs> wow that would have been delightful uh, sometimes he's really putting the pressure on change. him yeah. he's now gonna be glaucoma in my change i love it <laughs> honestly like these people should be paying us for this advice how do we get in contact i'm gonna figure it out um you guys did very good at this i'm gonna give books for your impromptu i do like your original change but also now to have glaucoma out there i'm gonna give you uh, 40 points for that uh Dougal for your change the ending of uh I was changing the fact that uh Anino does not perish. 
Oh, that's right. The Ninos. The Nino. I want a good happy bear. You want a happy bear child ruling this land. Or Sun Baby. I'll take it. Or Sun Baby. As long, well, you took it my Sun Baby consideration, so now I'm going to give you 35 points. Yeah. <laughs> and let's go to another round of life. Um, let's start this off. Let's see. Caitlin, if you get another spouse in uh, McKenna, if you get one, can you go ahead and roll a d20 for me? See if you roll a 10. I did not get another spouse. Four. Okay. All right. So no no new spouses there. Um, and then again, we every round, it's all about getting kids. So go ahead and roll D20 again. Even or odd, we'll see how many kids you get. 12. 12. That's even. You're going to get two kids. Woo! Eight. Another even. You get two kids. You both have three kids running around. How does it feel? Um, Exhausting. Mm-hmm. Three's getting up there. I'm going to, I can't wait to sell these boys. That's right. <laughs> When you, this, now that you have three kids, that now means you have a middle child. What is the middle child's name and how are, how are they feeling? My middle child's name is Leonard. Okay. More nerd name. <laughs> loving it. Leonard, Theodore, and Juniper. Juniper. Okay. <laughs> loving them. Uh, Leonard um, is definitely out here to destroy everyone and, and break kneecaps. Okay, we've got an evil one. We got an evil <laughs> wow. middle child over on that side. Is yours diabolical as well? No, no. Mine's uh, dark and moody, just permanently going through that teen angst stage. Got hair covering their eyes, quoting a lot of dark poetry, uh, listening to a lot of loud music. Uh, and her name's going to be Karenana. Karenana. Yes, I am so glad that you guys are parents. You fully are prepared for this role. It's now time for an action role. Let's see what this life is going to throw at you. Oh, as any good parent, it's now the time to get into betting. So the what? big game's coming up. It's it's oh, a big part of life. Betting, betting, I betting. betting like 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 their sheets. I thought you bed. You gotta. Get, it's all about getting matching sheets for all your little kids. <laughs> Everybody hits that part of life. It's a big milestone. No, They're you wedding guys. Them. You guys get deeply into betting, and uh, you're betting on the mm-hmm. uh, the big game. So, um, if you guys, books, I'll start with you. I'll let you start this. Do you want to bet on either black or red? Red. All right. Dougal, that means you got black. Can you go ahead and spin the spinner for me and see if it lands on which color? Yes. Black. Was that you, books? No, it was me. Oh, dang. No, that was Dougal. All right. So, Dougal won that round. That means you get an extra little point there because you won that one. Um, and then I think. Did we just not name one of our kids? I uh, do you have another name? Yeah, the Are you ready? Doesn't matter. <laughs> I didn't want to throw too many names out there because you were already at uh, Kripper Prepper for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, McKenna's kid's name. <laughs> <laughs> so I got worried about another name, but I would like to know what's this. What is the second child's name? Charles. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Their name is Bob. Okay, we got a good old Bob. Bob feels like the unloved one or the most loved one. It's hard to tell at this time. She's pretty cool. Bob, gotta <laughs> love Bob. In uh, books, th- the second child's name. I-, I threw out River and I feel like I gotta stick with it. So River. River? Okay. okay. River and Kerner. Kerner. Karenina, like Anna Karenina by Tolstoy. Oh, never tell the child where the name came from. Never. Shut it down. All right. And it looks like we got time for one more roll. So I'll go ahead and do that. Oh, yes. Again, we have rolled a 15, which is going to be what do you do Um, this week, you guys? I have brought individual uh, situations for you, and I want to know what you do in these ones. They are catered to you guys specifically. So, books, you wake up and you can't remember any of the stories you have read. What do you do? That's the best thing ever. I reread everything. I'm so excited. You have given me a gift. Okay, that's reading things for the first time again is the best feeling. That's what I was. Ach- I figured it would be a gift, but then also, is it a little sad because people will be talking about book things and you won't know the book things, and then you got to rebuild your book memory. You will have never seen the green light with Great Gatsby. Like, think of how sad that would be. That that would be like a little bit hard, but it's also like I'm not really in school anymore. So like now's the time because I'm not really interacting with a lot of people who read a lot of book things. No offense to the two people I talk to the most. <laughs> um, we just made fun of your kid's name because it was the book guy. 
You mean the two people that you're... I won't remember what I named my kid after, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, where's my name from? I don't know. It's weird as hell, though, so... (laughs) It's weird. (laughs) Why are you called that again? I do not know. All right, Caitlin, are you ready for your personalized situation? Yes. Okay, you wake up, and you now live in Australia. It (gasps) seems like a dream come true, but then you realize that you live out in the wild and are being raised by a pack of wild dingoes. What do you do? (laughs) Oh my god, my life would make so much sense though. <laughs> like, just thinking about how I live currently, if I had the excuse of I was raised by a pack of dingoes, like, I think people would get it more. <laughs> Maybe just start telling people you were raised by dingoes. I was raised in Australia. That's not an Australian accent at all. <laughs> Nowhere near. I was in the back. You wouldn't have an Australian accent that you were raised by dingoes. Yeah. So, <laughs> That's how I would tell people. (laughs) Had you told me that the first time I met you when you decided to come over to my house and power wash a watermelon, I would have believed it. I would have totally. If I came out to you and I said, (laughs) you'd be like, yes, I understand. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Yes. Dingo family. Raised by dingoes. Got Mm -hmm. it. Makes sense. Please come into my house. You are more than welcome. Uh, Well, I'm glad that you guys, you guys just really saw the positives in these and I'm proud of you for that. I'm gonna give you both 20 points. And then for our final round of life, you know, we got to start it off to see if you get another spouse or a first time spouse. If you can roll that D 20 for me. Now I got a six. You got a six. Still no spouse. 19. No spouse. All right. One spouse for Dougal in total. Um, and then if you can go ahead and of course roll for those kids, even or odd. I got a 20. I got a nat 20. I was trying to say natural, but I couldn't say the words. If you roll nat 20, you get 20 kids. No, I'm not going to make you have 20 kids. That's wild. But you are. That is even you are getting two more kids. I also. I almost said a neutral 20, to be honest. I could not figure out what the word I was trying to say. I got a net neutral 20. So (laughs) I got a four. Uh, so I also received two children, two, two kids. Um, are you guys willing to come up with two yes! more names? Indeed. All right. D- Dougal hit me with these two names. Mine's name is going to be cataract. <laughs> <laughs> I got glaucoma. They're going to be a best friend. <laughs> cataract and glaucoma. And then for my last child for their name, it's going to be, um, it's going to be poopers. Poopers. Yeah. You're going to name, name a living child Poopers and send it out into the world. It's poopers. I was going to try to bounce off of this, but like, I don't want toilet brush to be my kid's name, so I'm not sure where to go. Yeah. Yeah. You can name it I was, I was Poopery. Gonna... <laughs> you can do Peepers. Poopers and Peepers. We're going to go with Cleo because oh. that just seems normal Thank and God. nice. Also, thank God this was the last round. By the end of the kids, you guys really stopped caring about them. Do you have all your kids' names, McKenna? Yes, I have Theodore. Uh, shit, what did I name my middle kid? Karatica. Karenina. <laughs> you I forgot about books, though. Theo, Karenina. That's right. It's that fault. River, Glaucoma. <laughs> And Peepers and Cleo. You know what? I rhymed at the end, though. I got Theo and Cleo sandwiching out my children. There you go. I got Juniper, Leon, Leonard, Bob, Cataract, and Poopers. (laughs) The last two are so unloved in yours. It took a lot out of me to raise so many kids. As it should. It just really shows in your book. (laughs) Our final. I was trying to think of like a nickname that glaucoma could go by because cataract could just be cat, but glaucoma. (laughs) Little glock. Little glock. (laughs) Glock or coma. It's a bad one. (laughs) It's real bad for that little guy. (laughs) Um, But for our final (laughs) action card. Um, you guys, you're both going to take a shot at inventing a dancing robot and whoever spins the highest on this little wheel will get that robot named after them because they created the best one. All right. So I'm going to roll for me first. Yeah. Go ahead. Spin that bad boy. I got a seven again. Oh, okay. And then books. You got a nine. Books killing it at the spinners. So there's now a dancing robot out there named books. It's a huge hit. Everybody loves it. All right, you guys, that was our last round, though, and we are almost out of time. So we have to see who won this game of life and who's getting the 
uh, gets the extra bonus points. So again, you guys get one point for each kid, one point for each spouse. Uh, and then uh, you each get a point for your houses. Actually, tell me which... Um, do you guys remember which houses you had? I have a houseboat. Uh, she has an island. island house. Okay, you have... You got... Um, McKenna, big things for yours, your books, your house as the island holiday house. It's worth 600k, so that's going to give you six points alone on the house. Um, Duke, I'm so sorry, your houseboat is 200k, so that's going to give you two points for your house. But I am a lawyer. It doesn't matter because you decided oh. to get you decided to get a houseboat. I don't care about careers. I care about houses here in this game of life. Oh man, but my money. The money is siphoned. It's all down the ocean with you. It doesn't matter. It's in my matter. Swiss bank accounts. No one can access. <laughs> Nobody accesses it. And then uh, if you guys have points for each um, action thing you won. So books, I think you won two spins. And the Dougal, you won? My total points are nine. Nine? What about you, books? Thirteen. Oh, man. All right. So that means books, you will be getting extra bonus points. You are going to get 30 whole extra points. So now we have to see who won this episode in the point totals. Caitlin, can you give us those? I don't think you even have to think about it. Do you want to do just this episode or all episodes? Uh, all of it. All episodes at the top of the leaderboard with 90,524 points is going to be books. In the middle of the leaderboard with 90,213 points, it's Cassie. And keeping this bottom warm, mm-hmm, it's me. It's 89,883 points. Mm, so I'm so proud of you for keeping that bottom mm-hmm. warm and being so proud about mm. it. Always got to keep the bottom warm. Always. That's a huge success. So let's just go ahead and keep rolling. Also, you guys definitely succeeded at this game of life just on kids' names alone, and I'm proud of you for that. So let's roll off those. Can you share your crit successes? Uh, I now have so much more inspiration over kids' names, so that's that's one success, yeah. I just have to say. Do not forget glaucoma and cataract. <laughs> so excited. If I have twins, you know what they're going to be called. <laughs> Little Glock, <laughs> Glock and Cat. Watch them have twenty twenty vision, like the most beautiful, perfect seeing eyes. <laughs> Good. Um, well, that, I mean, that's a, a success in itself, but uh, my other success is going to be the fact my other success is going to be the fact that um, I brought up blading today. And the reason I did that is because Cassie and I were fucking cool as shit. We actually went, you know, blading and boarding uh, by the water. And it was really fucking cool. And we did get twisted off frozen treats. Um, and Hell yeah, we did. The reason I knew that we needed these holsters is because we did get two treats, two, two of these tasty treats. And it was indeed terrifying to stand in rollerblades and eat a tasty treat because I thought at any point I could die and my treat could go to the floor. That so, would be the saddest part, to lose one of those tasty mm-hmm. treats. To lose a treat would be so sad. But guess what? Didn't happen. I did get to finish all of it and it was very fun. And I did enjoy rollerblading about around like a little Bay Area. Having seen like your videos and pictures of this, it looked like just a dope ass time. Like it looked like the funnest day ever. It was <laughs> it was good. That's also my success just because it was a good day. There was treats and like we did at sunset and ride. So there was less people and it was just a it was a real relaxing time. And then also Caitlin undersold her success because I wasn't bold enough to go out in blades. But this bitch was mm-hmm. and uh, she there was a dad. There was a blind corner and a dad with a stroller appeared out of nowhere. And she did not hit this dad in a stroller. She avoided them. Can so. I mention the dad fucking saw me first, too. And did he decided he? to stay with his fucking child who of he course. wanted to die in the middle of the street. And me looking all wobbly came over here, <laughs> went on one blade. It was like the fucking what's that? John Claude fadere where he's like split his leg i did that but i my crotch was like in his face as i like split my body and went up against the wall and saved us all so yeah you just, you're right i undersold it you're just a hero that child was probably named pooper and he didn't care about it though to be fair she got a good looking mind too <laughs> terrible oh, terrible God. what is your success all books right. we can't my success I, I i didn't get to go rollerblading or have some awesome treats but i did get to accomplish something big for our wedding we took engagement photos over the weekend fortunately my my sister-in-law are amazing photographers and uh so we took engagement photos and the bigger success is not only that we got this done and we've got all the the final edits 
but I like the pictures, which yeah. is just monumental. They came out real, real good. Um, and I had a lot of fun taking the photos. We got to incorporate music and books and just have a lot of fun. We were goofy as hell taking them and it was so much fun. That was my favorite part about seeing these pictures is the fact that it was like, oh, cute, like engagement photo, engagement photo. And then there was a picture of you holding a book and I was like, fuck yeah. So I was like, oh, it made Gotta me so be Yes. Got to. Really representing. And it was, I'm glad it was fun. That was like one of the best parts that have, being able to have like your brother and sister-in-law take it is to make it where it could be fun. So I'm glad it was. And they did, they turned out, you guys look real good in them. Yes. They're very. Thank you. It looks so whimsical, the area that you guys took the photos in too. It was just like. It's just a random like field we found in Riverside. Nothing special, but we look but like looks... we're on the like, hillside of England or something. Yeah. yeah, y'all made it look like it was. So a double success on that one. Um, all right, you guys, it is now time for me to give up this power, the power of the dice, the power of DM. So I'm going to roll to see who our next DM will be. I'll start with you, books. You got a 19. That was very strong. Oof. Dougal. You got a two. The 20 was facing towards me. I thought you actually did it, but it is a two on top. Uh, so books will be your DM next week. Be sure to tune in for that. You are going to want to join in because it's going to be a great episode. But if you want to join in on this great episode, you can. Uh, just send over your quests slash questions to unnatural20s at gmail.com. Uh, and, we, we, and when we roll a 10, we will answer your question. You can also send those over via social media. We are at unnatural20s on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While you're there, you should also follow us and chat with us while you're there. And it, while I'm requesting things, um, if you could just go ahead and write a review for us on Apple Podcasts, that would be great because we feed off of those and it's the only way, the only substance we have in life. Feed and, um, me! Feed us. And if you give us this food substance, we would like to thank you by sending a pair of dice. Um, just go ahead and write that review. Then let us know who you are and how we get those dice to you. And we will do that. Also reach out at any time if you want some stickers. Uh, and if you want to get more of us, you can by just paying a little bit more. We got a Patreon that's full of a whole bunch of rad content from blogs and uh, little audio clips and even up to jean jackets. So go ahead and check that out. It's patreon.com slash unnatural20s. And if you're done with hearing our voice and want to hear some other ones, you're in luck because we're a part of the Scavengers Network, which is full of great shows. Um, there's a lot of them, though, so I'll recommend one, and I'm going to recommend, of course, Spooky Spouses. You know I love it. It's full of the spooky. It's full of the spouses, and it's full of a good good dog named Molly, so you should check it out. It's honestly a great time. It's, um, don't it's, put her in your butt. Don't put Molly. Don't. Do not. Absolutely. Under no circumstances. <laughs> You, this dog is precious and beautiful. We will not ruin. If spooky. you need to stick Molly Ringwald up your butt, you can, but not this puppy. Absolutely not. I will now lose Spooky Spouses alone before we taint their show even more. <laughs> Go ahead and check it out. That is their show. This has been on Natural Twenties. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to catch us with a new adventure on Monday. <laughs> The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.